Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to our next group consult. If you are a trauma treatment professional and want to gather with other like-minded professionals to gain support, insight, and share your own knowledge and resources, join us. You can present or you can just listen. This opportunity is open to all trauma treatment professionals. It will be held virtually and we will meet for one and a half hours. Don't miss it. Register and learn more at traumatreatmentcollective.com. Welcome to the Trauma Treatment Collective podcast. My name is Nina Keeler, a licensed marriage and family therapist and trauma specialist. In this space, we will share tips and tools on how to grow your trauma treatment skills while also keeping your own mental health in mind. Welcome if this is your first time listening and welcome back to our followers. Today we are talking about the three must-haves if you are newish in the trauma treatment field. Maybe you are fresh out of graduate school or you've been in the field for a while and you're starting a new position more in line with treating trauma. Either way, today's episode is for you. I remember graduating from graduate school and starting my real first clinical job. So many things I would go back and say to myself. Don't get me wrong, I learned a lot. But some of those lessons could have been a little easier if I would have known a couple of things. So here are three things I wish I knew as a new trauma treatment professional. Number one, get a flow to your work. If you think about it, most of the trauma treatment modalities, there is a protocol. That is because good trauma treatment has some key elements. It took me a while to figure out what the key elements were, but Once I figured it out, I was able to know that good trauma treatment means that you have a foundation of safety and stabilization. Always starting there and building from there allowed me to realize that I was doing good trauma treatment. We will link to some of the blogs that talk more about the phases of trauma treatment and what these phases are made up of in the show notes. But just know, getting a flow to your trauma treatment and really starting with safety and stabilization as the foundation of your trauma treatment is going to be key in being successful in trauma treatment. Number two, identify a niche, but be prepared for that to change and shift over time. While I have always worked in the field of trauma treatment, the population I've worked with has changed multiple times. I started out with children. I was all about children, then worked with adoptive families and adoptees. Then I worked with everybody. Then I moved into women in their 30s and 40s. And now I'm working with trauma treatment professionals. I am 100% positive it will shift again before I retire. Who knows when, but I have come to learn to shift with it. If you are in a place of working with identifying your niche, we have a freebie to help you that walks you through identifying your ideal client. So again, head over to the show notes and grab that after this episode. But being able to identify your niche and then also being flexible with your niche is going to be really important. Number three, narrow in on the modalities for you by thinking about these two things. The first thing that I would encourage you to think about is what is your theoretical orientation? And does the modality you are considering fit with that lens you work with? So if you're a therapist, most of the time in graduate school, you have to identify your 
theoretical orientation. But if you're not a therapist, basically this means it's just kind of how you see the world, how you work, how you like to think about things, how you like to conceptualize your cases. Don't try to mix oil and water. You will only be frustrated. If you pick a modality to treat trauma that does not fit within your theoretical orientation, it is not going to feel good when you're trying to do your work because you don't align with that particular modality. So making sure that your modality fit with your theoretical orientation. Now, just as your niche is going to change, your theoretical orientation is probably going to shift as well. So just being mindful that you're always checking in with, okay, how do am I seeing cases now? What's important to me in my work? How do I conceptualize my cases? What are the things that I like to think about? Uh, and just making sure that you understand what your theoretical orientation is. Because my guess is it's going to shift from the time you left graduate school to maybe five years into your, your practice. You're going to be shifting and changing and growing and developing. Second thing I would encourage you to think about when narrowing in on the modality that is best for you is what type of trauma are you treating? And does the modality you are interested in address that type of trauma. There are two types of approaches to trauma treatment. One is called top-down and a more cognitive approach, and the other is bottom-up or a more subcortical level of the brain approach. By considering these two things, it will help you to narrow in in an ever-growing list. So when you think about it, some approaches work with the cognitive level of the brain and kind of come down and you have your thoughts and then you start thinking about how you feel and then you start thinking about okay what are these behaviors that i'm going to uh have from these thoughts and feelings and then others are thinking about more feelings more more behaviors and then trying to changing the way you think about things so one again is top down the other one is bottom up now i'm not here to say one is better than the other i think it all depends on the type of trauma you're working with so knowing that will help you to be able to identify okay what is the best modality that's going to address the type of trauma that i'm working with it's going to be very hard to address for example developmental trauma using a cognitive approach because it's more in the subcortical levels of the brain that's where the trauma is kind of stored but if you're working maybe with a single incident trauma it might be very easy to address that with a top down or a more cognitive approach so just being very clear about what type of trauma you want to treat and then also if the modality that you are thinking about is a good approach to that type of trauma that's another way. So by considering these two things, it will help you to narrow in on the ever-growing list. To learn more about this tip and others, consider purchasing our online course called Becoming a Trauma Treatment Professional. There will be a link in our show notes if you are interested in that course. These are the three things that you, I think, must have. I'll review them again. You must have a flow to your work. You must have a niche, but also understanding that that niche is going to change. And you must have some clarity around how to pick a modality that fits best with the way that you like to work. There are others, of course, so let's keep the conversation going over in our free online community. We would love to hear your questions, thoughts, and reactions to this episode. Until next time, take good care.
I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Just a quick reminder before you head out, just make sure you head over to the traumatreatmentcollective.com to learn more about our monthly group consults. We would love to have you join us.